Welcome to the official OCPJ podcast journey series where we interview our local pharmacy professionals about their journey into their specialized fields. And today we actually have a special guest, Dr. Cham Nguyen, and we'll be speaking with her on her journey into her current field. So thank you again for being on the show, Cham. How are you doing today? Oh, thank you for having me on the show today, Tony. I'm doing well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And actually, it's been a while since... I've talked to you since, what was it, since OCSHP when you were president for OCSHP? Yeah, that was a while back. We had so much fun working on all the events together. And thank you for always attending the, the meetings and give your insights on, you know, certain topics and so on. So really appreciate your help during that time. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. And, you know, you were a good leader, too, like really great leader for that year that you were president. And, um, you know, like, I don't know if you know now, but OCSHP and OCPHA have been doing a lot more joint legislative events. And it's it's actually really good to see that, that there's like been mm-hmm. more collaboration. And we had a kind of a both boards actually met up recently a few months ago uh, to kind of discuss what kind of things we can both find common things on and, you know, work together on. So so it's actually really cool to see the two organizations work together. Oh, that's very awesome. Yeah, I think that's a great opportunity for other pharmacists to be able to meet as well as you know, if you have uh, students, you know, who may be able to join and that will also motivate them to uh, take a role into organization and hopefully leadership positions later on. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but, but you know, just to get back to this whole topic, it's supposed to be about you. And uh, <laughs> so I guess, can you tell the listeners a little bit more about yourself and, you know, how you how you got into pharmacy school and what, you, what you're doing today? Sure, sure. So I graduated from UC Irvine in 2006, and after that, I went to uh, Loma Linda School of Pharmacy and then uh, moved on to PGY-1 uh, Acute Care Residency at UCSD, followed by my PGY-2 in Oncology back at Loma Linda. So the reason how I started in Oncology was actually because of my, dad, uh, my dad's passing. He had pancreatic cancer and he passed a month and a half after he was uh, diagnosed. So I think with that major lab event, it made me realize as a patient how how vulnerable it can be after hearing the diagnosis of the cancer. There are much, so much needs that can be done to help them. So because of that, you know, as soon as I got into pharmacy school, I started asking a lot of people or how 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 do I get to become an oncology pharmacist? And people told me, oh, you have to do residency. So through pharmacy school, that's how I can kind of prep myself. Okay, what do I need to do in order to be a uh, you know a good uh, resident candidate? And so after that, you know, you're just asking people, and then uh, you have great mentors to guide you, and I just go from there. Oh, okay. I'm really sorry to hear about about your dad passing as being that kind of driving force. So in your in your journey, like the beginning of your journey, did you have any like mentors that kind of helped guide you through? And I guess, how did you navigate towards that path without really knowing anything yet about what an oncology pharmacist is when you just started, you know? During my fourth year of pharmacy school, I had two oncology rotations, one inpatient and one was at the infusion center. 
So my mentor at that time was uh, Dr. Kofi Kondo, and he actually helped me uh, learn a lot about oncology. Even I finished the rotation, he was very generous that he offered to set out uh, time each week uh, for us to meet up, and he would teach me more about oncology. So because of him and his passion for oncology, through you know during my year forty, I was continued to learning more and more about oncology and seeing more cases. So after that, with the acute care residency at UCSD, my residency director, uh, Dr. Marcy Lepowski, she understood about my interest in oncology. So I was very fortunate that she tailored my whole residency year to half of that uh, focus in oncology and half of that focus in acute care. So I had a lot of exposure as a 40 student and as a PG-11. So with that amount of rotation, it enabled me to pursue PGY-2 with little difficulty since, since I was already working with a lot of cancer patients and attending conferences and meeting other oncology pharmacists as well. And that kind of helped pave the path for me. But definitely with our mentor, great mentors, you know, I, I would have stumbled and, and fallen, you know, many times before I could, could get to my, my goal. So for the pharmacy students out there who are listening, they may not really know what an oncology pharmacist does. And I'm sure like, you know, an oncology pharmacist in your setting is not going to be the same as an oncology pharmacist, you know, at another hospital or another clinic or things like that. So uh, can you kind of describe what your own day-to-day is and what kind of services you as an oncology pharmacist provide? Sure. When I came to UC Irvine, so I'm there at my fifth year now, there was no inpatient oncology service for pharmacists. So I was fortunate that my pharmacy director allowed me to kind of create my own service. So I just drafted the proposal and then I said, oh, okay, for for this oncology service, I will be able to take care of all the orders, including order verification, discharge medications, and then rounding with the team. So I rounded with the uh, the team L, which is the lymphoma and leukemia team, and but then I take care of all oncology orders from anywhere from gyne onc, new onc, solid onc, and then of course the liquid you know, oncology. So Dave today is, you know, taking care of 30 patients uh, in the unit, rounding with a team, doing chemo counseling, doing discharge medications, taking care of anticoax, including heparin, warfarin, TPN, vancomycin, pharmacy. So it's, it's, it's very busy, but at the same time, very rewarding because I'm able to be up there with the team and we, we really discuss in terms of managing the patients, you know, from the time of their diagnosis, getting them ready for treatment, set the treatment and monitor for side effects and so on. We get to see from the, from the beginning until we go into remission. Since you were talking about how it's rewarding, I was wondering if there was any like standout moment or rewarding experience that you specifically felt while you were working as an oncology pharmacist. 
So we had a patient with uh, 5-FU toxicity, and we were able to encounter an antidote and then able to administer that antidote to the patient. When we found out a patient had the 5-FU toxicity, my attending at the time was kind of like searching to see what else you can do, you know, besides growth factors and uh, antibiotic support because the patient was having uh, peptidineutropenia and times were just bottom out. So I was just happened to do a literature research and I found that, oh, there is this antidote that they are studying that you can get through the drug company. I called the company and my attending uh, filled out all the applications and then we submitted to the company and they shipped the drug to us within the next 24 hours. We started that antidote on the patient and Miraculously, it worked. Patient recover. Three days later, he was out of the ICU. Uh, three days later, got discharged. So that was one of the most memorable moments where you see that just, you know, taking a time just to look up things, you know, can really change someone's life. And that for me, is, I still remember to this day that, you know, as a pharmacist, you know, if you have the opportunity to directly work with patients, you you can really offer a lot to the patients. Thank you for sharing that. And, you know, for students out there who right now they're still in school and they just want to try to find out a way to get into oncology as a career path, or maybe mm-hmm. even other pharmacists, right? Other pharmacists who are working now, maybe in the community, or maybe they are working on the inpatient side or clinic side that they don't have the specific experience yet in oncology. Do you have like any particular advice that you would like to give them if they wanted to try to get into oncology as a, as a new career path for them? Oh, definitely. I would highly recommend any pharmacist who interested in doing oncology to attend the annual meeting, uh, HOPA, which is the uh, Hematology Oncology Pharmacy Association. Each year, they have a, a big conference that pharmacists, oncology pharmacists, you know, throughout the country will attend that meeting. And then that's a, also a good way to be updated on the current treatments as well as a place for people to network and also a place where you can find good mentors too. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, I'll, I'll put some information to the HOPA conference in our show notes for people who are interested in looking into that. And for mm-hmm. you, if anyone wanted to reach out to you to ask maybe more specific questions about your path or maybe your current day today. Is there, I guess, what's the best way that they can reach you at? Yes, uh, they can reach me at my UCI email address, chemn at uci.edu. I'll be happy to answer new questions that uh, they have. Awesome. Thank you. So I'll be putting that into our show notes for people to uh, contact you if they had any questions. And, uh, you know, to be respectful of your time, I'd like to really thank you again for taking some time out of your busy day. I know it's it's a really busy, it's a really busy week for you all the time, right? Because I've, I've heard about how much hard work you've put into your job. So I know that you're really busy. And I really want to thank you again for taking some time out to be on the podcast. And I'm sure our listeners learned a lot about your journey. Oh, thank you again, Tony. Thank you for this opportunity and thank you to all the listeners. All right. If you guys like this episode, please rate us on iTunes, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can find out more about our organization by visiting ocpha.org or by following us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. But until next time, OCPHA is signing off, reminding you to get determined, get inspired.